It's October 5th, and this is the 12th episode of the MMA Mike podcast. Wow, 12's gone fast so far. Let's see uh, if the next 12 go as fast. So last weekend, we had UFC Fight Night Home versus Aldana that took place Saturday, October 3rd. And, I mean, I'll jump right into it. That main event, it was pretty entertaining. I mean, after the first round, I was like, wow, we're going to get a great striking fight. Um, and Holly Holm, I mean, what a strategy she had coming into this fight, keeping, uh, you know, moving to her left, keeping in that circle, um, staying away from Aldana's power, left hand, left hook, and uh, just completely picked apart Aldana, you know, leg kicks, body kicks, uh, you know, even threw in some head kicks, but just throwing barrages of strikes, completely outstruck Aldana. Uh, 187 on the total strike list to 92 and you know Aldana just couldn't really get much going she is a great martial artist I don't think you know this is gonna set her back super far I do think she'll be back on top but what a strategy and win by Holly Holm I mean she she played that fight out perfectly and uh, really showed you know how much of a veteran she is and that she's still hungry and belongs on the top And, uh, you know, when you look at what's next for Holly Holm, uh, you know, Amanda Nunez is going to fight uh, Megan Anderson uh, next in the featherweight uh, division. So she's a little busy. I know Amanda Nunez just had her daughter. So or or, I believe she had a daughter, either daughter or son, but she just had a child. So, you know, she's going to take a little time, then she'll fight. And so she's not going to return to the bantamweight division for a little bit of time. So will Holly fight again? Or is she going to hold out? I don't quite know. She is ranked number two behind Dram Duranami, who just also won. Um, So maybe you make that fight. I know they fought before. It would be a great rematch. Um, Where does Holly wait? I don't really know. I'd say, you know, make the fight between uh, Duranami and uh, Holly Holm. And uh, the winner will fight uh, Amanda Nunez for the uh, bantamweight championship. But maybe she'll wait. Maybe, uh, you know, you get the randomy wanting to fight someone else. Um, I'd like to see Aldana hop right back in, pick it back up. Maybe against uh, Juliana Pena, who just lost to Durandamy. Uh I think that fight could make sense. Um, or if Holly Holm isn't going to fight, maybe you put uh Aldana against Durandami but then again you know Durandami is ranked number one and Aldana just lost to the number two in Holly Holm so that's a little bit of a mixed match um but overall great unanimous decision win by Holly Holm such great striking it's always great to watch her fight and I'm happy with her performance and, and you know how she proved how she's still on the top it was great to see that and I'm excited to see what's next for her in the co-main event in the heavyweight division, you had Jorgen DeCastro losing by unanimous decision to Carlos Felipe. You know, I, I was a little disappointed to see DeCastro because I thought, you know, with his last fight against Hardy, I thought, you know, he had he got his foot injured and I thought that slowed him down. I thought he could have won that fight if it wasn't for that. Um, but it kind of showed me that he kind of fades towards the end of the fights. Uh, you know, once he enters that middle that middle round to late round, if he hadn't knocked his opponent out, he's got a little bit of a problem, and he couldn't really get the striking going. You know, Felipe pressed forward, and credit to Felipe. Felipe fought a great fight. 
Uh, I think he got a little tired towards the end too, but he he showed some great things uh, in a danger against a dangerous fighter in DeCastro, and showed that Felipe, you know, now he's nine and one. Uh, he will, you know, pose a little bit of a threat coming up. Maybe make some improvements, continue to improve, and he he can do some damage. But you know, he pressed forward, uh, tired DeCastro out, and and got that win. So credit to him. Uh, it should be interesting to see who the UFC pairs him against next, but I definitely think uh, he should go against a, a little bit of a bigger challenge next time, seeing what he did to DeCastro. And DeCastro's got to make a bounce back, you know, take another similar fight and, and just try and bounce back. So uh, in that women's bantamweight division fight that I was talking about before, Duranami defeated Juliana Pena with a guillotine choke at the end of round three. And wow, was that impressive? She definitely won round one, uh, possibly lost round two because Pena got a takedown and kind of controlled a good amount of the fight. She did have a total of five minutes and 50, uh, 55 seconds of control time. She was one for two on, uh, or my bad, three for six on her takedowns. Um, you know, Duranami did show good takedown defense, which she does have, but, you know, Pena also is a good ground, uh, martial artist, you know, she can get people to the ground and she can hold them there. And she showed that Pena did look well against, you know, a great fighter in Duranami. Um, so I wouldn't, you know, uh, have your head down. If you're Pena, Pena is going to bounce back, but Duranami showed and proved that she belongs in the number one contender spot. And she's also a fighter who, you know, could get a title shot as well. Um, that's why to me, I, it, it kind of makes sense to fight Holly home again. You know, you got the one and two, you both won, uh, the champ's not going to be around for a little bit. So why not make that fight? It would be a very big fight. Um, it's happened before. It'd be entertaining, and you could probably have it headline a a, a a fight night, or you know it'll be on a main card of a pay per view. But it'll be very entertaining. Um, and in that third round, you know, uh, let me get back on pace. Um, you know, Duranami won the first, Pena won the second, and uh, Duranami, you know, started winning that second round, and uh, Penny went for another takedown, and Duranami locked in that uh, guillotine choke, and it was pretty impressive to see, you know. She's dangerous. She's not only a Muay Thai fighter anymore, and she's not only able to strike. She's now showing she's got she's dangerous off of her back. And this is something, you know, you saw when she fought Amanda Nunez in a title fight. She looked very good on the feet. And Amanda and a man it forced Amanda to take Duranami down. And that's kind of where Amanda won that fight. But you know, now it kind of changes things a little bit, shows she's been improving. And maybe, you know, uh, she'll be, if she gets that title fight again, you know, she kind of is winning on the feet, forces Amanda to take her down or whoever the champ is, and uh, maybe she could pull off a, you know, a submission win. So she's showing that she's improving and she's dangerous all over. So that's that's very, very cool to see and uh, exciting for Duranami. Great submission win in round three. Um, again, I'd like to see her face Holly, but we'll see what uh, is in store for Jermaine Durandamy. So before that, in the bantamweight division, you had Kyler Phillips uh, winning by knockout on camera else. You know, I thought else came out uh, the first round pretty composed, pretty. He looked pretty good. Um, And Phillips, you know, obviously he's a very dangerous fighter, very skilled fighter, very fast. And uh, the first round was interesting, you know, and um, 
you know, Phillips ended up getting two takedowns over the course of the fight. And uh, I think, you know, Els kind of got hurt in the end of the first round and they kind of carried into uh, the second. And, you know, Phillips got that finish pretty fast in the second round. I did like what I saw from Els in the first round, you know, before he got hurt. Um, I really liked his composure, and I do think uh, he'll bounce back, and, and we'll see some good things from him. But, wow, you know, Kyler Phillips, he's now 8-1. Um, he's he's very dangerous, and he's going to add to that already stacked bantamweight division. I'd really like to see him get in there maybe after another win uh, against some, you know, top-ranked com- uh, opponents, you know, top 15 and then work his way into that gauntlet of just unbelievable fighters. Uh, I definitely think he could be one of those big names in the future. And in the first fight of the main card in the middleweight division, you had Daquan Townsend losing by TKO against Dusko Todorovic. And uh, wow, Todorovic really looked impressive. You know, put a very, very, uh, a lot of output in that first round racking in a total of 109, uh, 109 strikes and 85 significant strikes, you know, really putting out the output in that first round. And uh, in the second round, you know, getting that finish, uh, he got one of two takedowns. Um, the takedown he did get was pretty forceful, uh, pretty powerful, and uh, controlled Townsend on the ground. And from there, just, you know, put the beat down. He got into full mount and just got the, the TKO. Very impressive by Todorovic. I know in this post-fight uh, interview, he talked about how he wants to stay undefeated. You know, that's very hard to do. But uh, I did say, you know, in my last pod that I did think that he was going to continue to be undefeated. We're going to see him move on. Uh, he's one of these up-and-coming fighters that we're going to see do some damage. And, you know, I didn't think that the uh, experience was going to be enough to uh, beat this, you know, up-and-coming uh, fighter in Todorovic. Um, so I'm excited to see what's next for him. I do think he needs to develop a little bit um, and get some more fights because if he faces a really experienced fighter and it takes him to the deeper rounds with his big output, you saw, you know, it might give him a little bit of issues. But I'm excited to see who he's matched up against next, how he does, and then, you know, his progression through the UFC. He's definitely a fighter I'm going to continue to watch and follow. And uh, the only fight I'll probably touch on on the prelims was Carlos Condit versus Court McGee. Wow, Carlos Condit looked good. Probably losing the first round until he dropped Court McGee, uh, which probably gave him the win uh, in the first round. And then I thought he definitely won the second and the third was kind of close. Um, but wow, what a performance. I was happy to see, uh, Carlos Conning back in action, finally getting a win. I believe it was five years, uh, or yeah, it's been since 2015 since he's picked up a win. Um, so I'm very happy for Carlos Conning. He was on a pretty big losing streak, um, but got back to action. He hadn't fought since 2018. So took a little time off, you know, you never know how that happens with ring rust, how you're going to come back, but looked pretty good. Um, you know, I think knocked off that ring rust after round one, got it going. Court McGee looked all right, but you know, it's hard to fight a guy like Carlos Condit when Carlos is looking good. I do think, uh, you know, Court's going to come back to try and pick up one more win. Um, I don't know quite what's in his future, but I didn't think he looked horrible. And, uh, you know, Carlos Condit, 
I was happy to see him. He says he's very motivated, so we'll see what's next for him. He's 31 and 13. You know, he's got a lot of fights on his on his uh, record. I don't know how much damage he wants to take over his, you know, the course of his career. But I'd like to see him, you know, maybe try and, and get back to that top contender type situation if he's that's what he's looking to do. I know he said he's motivated. Um and uh I, I said it last pod and I think he, with a win, especially now, but I think he would be also a great fighter to maybe uh fight Nick Diaz in his return. Um it would make sense. Uh you know, Diaz could avenge his loss. Carlos Condon likes that fight. It would generate a lot of hype. Um, I think it'll also be a good fight. They're a little bit older. It kind of just makes sense. Uh, Carlos now is coming off of a win, so kind of works out. But I wouldn't mind seeing Carlos Conant fight uh, someone ranked, try and get back, you know, into that gauntlet of a 170 division. I know I keep saying all these divisions are gauntlets, but they're all very good. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I was pretty entertained by most of the prelims, saw a lot of good things. I enjoyed this uh, weekend of fights. I did say that it was going to be a little bit of an underrated card and it was going to produce. And that was UFC Fight Night, home versus Aldana. It took place last Saturday. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'll catch you guys next week. I'm going to be previewing uh, Sanhagen versus Marlon Morais. I'm very excited for that card. I'll catch you guys soon.